All right, this short little gospel is great for us. It, um, hopefully you're like curious about it. I, I sat with uh, this gospel and with the men who are in discernment group and we, we prayed with it and then talked about it and all sorts of things pop up. Obviously the first one, like, did it just not work the first time? Like, did Jesus have an off day? Was he like, dang, like that should have worked. Let, let's try that again. Like, and then he heals him. Oh, now he's, no, there's a process, right? And we'll talk about that a little bit. But here's a detail that maybe, maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. When we sit with these Gospels, especially in Mark, every detail matters. Jesus, he arrives at the village, Bethsaida. <clears throat> People bring to him a blind man, and they want Jesus to heal him. Perfect. Okay. But what does Jesus do? He takes him by the hand and leads him away from the village. So there is so much in just that one line. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. So first of all, Jesus leads him. He takes him by the hand and he takes him where Jesus wants to go. Right? And why? Why does he take him away from the village? Because it comes back at the end of the gospel. He sends him home and says, don't even go into the village. Now why that? Friends, because of this. In that village, that man was known as the blind man. That's how he was known. He was known by his dysfunction. He was known by his infirmity. And so when Jesus heals him, he takes him away from what the man knew about himself, even what other people knew about him. He takes him away, he heals him, and he sends him home because the village was not his home. The village was where he was known as the blind man, where he was known by his infirmity, known by his failing. But home is where he's known. Well, friends, that's huge for you and for me. How often are we known by what's broken in us? And maybe not by other people, but maybe first and foremost by ourselves that we identify ourselves with what's broken. And then we become like the man in the village. I'm the broken one. And that's how we see ourselves, right? I'm stuck. This is how I'm known. This is how I am. This is how it's always gonna be. What does Jesus do? He takes us by the hand while we're still blind, mind you. He doesn't heal us immediately in the place where we've associated ourselves with our brokenness. He takes us to a new place. That's why those first movements have to be so radically full of trust. He takes us by the hand and says, you have to follow me, even though you can't see where I'm taking you, even though you don't know where, it's gonna, where this healing is gonna happen, can you trust me? Will you let me lead you by the hand? I'm always reminded there's a, there's a great, you, you wouldn't know who he is, but uh, this guy named Rich Mullins, right? He was a, a Christian artist in the 80s. Uh, he was very popular. And uh, he was actually on his way to a true home in the Catholic Church, right? He was going to convert. He was down on the, um, on the uh, Navajo Reservation teaching music to kids, right? And he fell in love with St. Francis, right? He was coming into the church Easter Vigil, in a crazy accident, his, one of his bandmates 
falls asleep at the wheel, rolls the SUV they were in, he gets thrown out, he gets killed, I think like two weeks before Easter, right? Where he would have came into the church. But he had a great song that he never got to record like fully. He just recorded it um, in, a, in a small little church that was on the side of the road back when <laughs> you had like the boom boxes where you could, and cassette tapes, have you heard of those things? They're wild, right? And you would just push play and record and they had a little microphone, and so he just recorded this song called Hard to Get, Hard to Get, and it was searingly honest about how God's ways are sometimes hard to get. And he has a great line in there. He says, I can't see how you're leading me unless you've led me here to where I'm lost enough to let myself be led. Can't see how you're leading me unless you've led me here to where I'm lost enough to let myself be led. It's like the blind man. He's blind, he can't see, but he lets himself be led to this place that's different than where he was associated with his blindness. The Lord wants to do the same for us, to take us to a different place so that we don't have to be bound by what was and what seems like it always will be, but into something new, into the healing that he brings. And then he heals, and he heals the man, and it's not by accident that it's twice. God's healing, it's not always instantaneous. His process. Is the man healed when Jesus first puts spittle on his eyes and lays his hand on him? Yeah, he is. Is he healed perfectly? Mm-mm. But he can see, just not very well. He sees people looking like trees and walking. It's progress. When the Lord heals us, friends, he takes us in stages. We have to let him be in charge of the timeline of our healing, right? It's just because it doesn't all happen at once doesn't mean it's not being effective. The Lord knows what he's doing. So Jesus takes him to one stage, and then he takes him to the next stage, and then he sees everything clearly and distinctly, and he'll do that in us if we can trust him. So we stay in it with our Lord. We let him lead us, and we let him be in charge of our healing, the way in which it happens, and the timeline in which it happens. He's in charge. And friends, if we do that, he will always bring us to our home because our home is with him and he's the healer of our souls.